The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to St. John. On the next day, when the people who remained after the feeding of the 5,000 saw that Jesus was not there, nor his disciples, they themselves got into the boats and went to Capernaum, seeking Jesus. When they found him on the other side of the sea, they said to him, Rabbi, when did you come here? Jesus answered them, Truly I say to you, you seek me, not because you saw signs, but because you ate your fill of the loaves. Do not labor for the food which perishes, but for the food which endures to eternal life, which the Son of Man will give to you. For on him has God the Father set his seal. And they said to him, What must we do to be doing the works of God? Jesus answered them, This is the work of God, that you believe in him whom he has sent. So they said to him, Then what sign do you do that we may see and believe you? What work do you perform? Our fathers ate the manna in the wilderness. As it is written, he gave them bread from heaven to eat. Jesus then said to him, to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, it was not Moses who gave you the bread from heaven. My Father gives you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is that which comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. And they said to him, Lord, give us this bread always. Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me shall not hunger, and he who believes in me shall never thirst. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise you, Lord. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you have given uh, to us your word, uh, written uh, in the scriptures and revealed to us in your Son, Jesus Christ. And Lord, we confess to you that there are things in our lives which burden our minds, which uh, cast our hearts from you. We pray now, Lord, that you would gather all of that up and take it to yourself, that we might see you for who you are, and that we might be satisfied with you, uh, the bread of life. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. When I was in uh, about 10th grade, uh, I drove this really awesome white Pontiac Le Mans station wagon. It was 1981. It, uh, the interior, it was a fake leather, dark blue. Uh, it was awesome. And uh, as one of my friends said, any four wheels is better than two heels. And uh, and. Uh, and so I, um, I was, you know, it wasn't a great car, but it was, it got me where I needed to go, and and uh, and there was a, this really pretty uh, girl who didn't have a car, and um, and she asked me one day for a ride home, and you know, she was really just the girl that I had wanted to give a ride home, actually, as, as it turned uh, turned out, and so I, I did, I gave her a ride home, and. And, uh, and I offered her a ride home the next day, and she accepted, and, and the next day, and it's got to be sort of a routine uh, thing, and, and uh, I was pretty, pretty proud of myself, um, and, uh, and one day, I finally kind of got up in the nerve, and we were driving, and we were almost to her, to her house, and I reached over, and I grabbed her hand, and she looked at me and said, 
what are you doing? <laughs> I said something like, I, uh, I, well, I thought that's uh, what you want. Um, I, I, was just, uh, I was just playing around. And, um, and I, you know, sort of, I had, I had been uh, given her this, um, you know, I'd been doing what I thought was really awesome to win her uh, affection, and it was, it was not received as such. Um, but what I really wanted was I wanted I was doing something that outwardly looked like service to her, but inwardly it was in, uh, selfishly motivated. Uh, uh, fast forward to a much more uh, spiritually and emotionally mature time of my life. I was uh, I was married, uh, I am married uh, to Amy, and uh, and and there was this this particular uh, habit of Amy's uh, that was really getting on my nerves. And, uh, and she and I have taught this through, so it's really okay. I'm not going to tell you what it was, but it's, uh, uh, we, we've kind of, we've come through it. But, um, but anyway, so I, I, w- I was so, I, I would just continually get frustrated about this, this thing. And, and I read this book that talked about giving uh, grace to our spouse and how um, when you gave grace to your, to your spouse, then, then they, would, they would soften their hearts and they would uh, come. So I thought, you know, what I'm going to do, I'm going to give grace to Amy on this. And um, and she, what's going to happen then is she is going to um, change this this pattern, this habit that she has, uh, because she's going to um, see how much I love her. She's going to love me by by changing this this thing. Uh, well, so I I really tried, decided not to get angry about it anymore. I was going to let it go. I was going to just I was going to let it slide, and um, and I uh, let it slide, and I let it go, and I smiled, and I kissed her, and I I just hugged her, and this behavior pattern thing never changed not even a little bit in fact she seemed to have feel like she had the space for it to get a little worse um and and i cannot and so i'm giving her grace i'm giving her grace and inside and i am fuming like i just i am so uh angry uh and and finally uh i don't remember exactly how it but it just it it burst and she thought you know wait a second basically the same thing what are you doing like you've been you've been uh, treat me, you know, this way, acting these acts of service. Uh, turns out I wasn't actually giving her grace. I was manipulating her um, to try to get her to act uh, the way I wanted. Again, look like uh, an act of service, look like uh, love uh, going uh, that way, but actually it was, it was internally motivated, selfishly motivated. And, uh, and, and I just thought of those, those two things, um, not to prove to you that, that I'm a jerk necessarily, but to say... Um, uh, to, I thought of those stories when, um, when I read this passage, because the people have uh, they just come from the the feeding of the five thousand. Jesus, remember, he Jesus walks on water. They didn't really know how they didn't know how he had left because they saw the disciples uh, leaving. But they knew that if he was going to be anywhere, he was going to be in Capernaum. And so again, they uh, they if you remember, the crowds had had uh, Jesus was going on retreat, and they had walked all the way around the the Sea of Galilee, to get where he was going. And he had fed them this, this miracle meal in the wilderness. And, and he got in the boat, and, and, or the disciples got in the boat, he walked uh, across the water. They walked again all the way back around uh, the Sea of Galilee. And, um, and then they see Jesus in Capernaum, and, and they say, Oh, Jesus, what are you doing here? How, how did you get here, Jesus? And um, and. And, and they probably were wondering how he got there, but but as if it were some big coincidence, they they just the guys that just 
been fed in the wilderness yesterday uh, showed up. Oh, it's you again. What a, what a coincidence. And Jesus uh, sees right uh, through their hearts. Um, you know, it's, uh, it says this is great. This great uh, prayer that we pray all all the time, beginning of our service. Almighty God, to you, all hearts are open, all desires known, and from you no secrets are hid. Uh, that is not always good news. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> he sees, and he sees all the way through, uh, and he says, "You're just you're just here because you got fed yesterday." You're not coming for me. You're coming for, for more bread. In other words, it looked like this great act of service. Golly, they, they, they walked all the way around the Sea of Galilee. And, and here you are. And, and he says, don't pretend like you're coming to see me. You just want bread. It looks like a big act of service. But really, you're just trying to fill your bellies again. Now, how many times do we want not the miracle worker... We want the miracle. We don't want uh, God. We don't want Jesus. We want what Jesus can give to us. In the same way that I didn't um, really, it wasn't so much what that girl, uh, that I was so in love with that that girl in high school, I wanted her to love me. It wasn't so much that I uh, wanted to love Amy in in that particular uh, season of our marriage. I wanted her to do what I wanted her to do. I wanted uh, to be fed in that way. And we do the same thing. With God, and you can go look at your life, and you can, um, and it won't take long, and you can figure out uh, ways that you uh, are uh, manipulating God, where you want God, uh, you're you're obeying God in order uh, for Him to bless you and get uh, what you want, or you are um, using your faith, and and I'm not trying to accuse you. I, I certainly uh, do that in my own life, which is why I opened with a couple of uh, those stories. Um, and, and it's simply to say that Jesus has, has looked into the hearts of men and says, I know you, and I know why you've come after me. But what he says to them is he, he says there's something so much greater than what you're seeking. And, 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 and of course, they get really excited because they, got, they had this miracle meal. Uh, and, and they said, oh my, oh, my, tell us about it. And he said, well, you know, the, the real bread of, of God is the bread that comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. And they said, oh, my gosh. So that's, I mean, it, it, that, that's fantastic. Give us, sir, give us this bread always. Uh, we are, we, that sounds really good uh, to us. They still have in their minds um, what they want. Well, it turns out that Jesus knows uh, what they need better than they do. And it's the same for you. Uh, and for me. And Jesus says, uh, I am the bread of life. And whoever comes to me uh, will not hunger. And whoever uh, drinks of me will never thirst. It is in Jesus Christ that we have the satisfaction of our souls. Now think about what um, he meant by saying that he is the bread of life. I'm sure that I can't get into the mind of Christ and know every single thing, but just to, let me offer a couple of things. There is no culture in the world that doesn't have bread. It is available to all. Uh, it, is, uh, it is the very most uh, fundamental, elemental um, sub, 
sustaining uh, food that we have. And it is in every culture. And uh, there is not a culture that doesn't understand what bread is. And that they need it. Uh, and that it will sustain them. And that Jesus is open to all people of every stripe and every culture. And it is he is the most foundational, fundamental uh, thing. And he uh, it may you know some cultures have wheat bread and some cultures have rice bread. And, uh, and Jesus, um, it's it's funny he he kind of fits himself into into the culture, which is not uh, I'm not saying that he's relative, uh, but that he is exactly uh, what we need, where we need it, and how we need it. Another thing uh, about the bread of, of life uh, that we could easily miss is that uh, the rabbis that these people would have sat under, uh, that they called the law and the prophets the bread of God. They, they, uh, the meta, they already had the metaphor in place. And Jesus says, uh, actually, I am the bread of life. In other words, I am the fulfillment of the law and the prophets. Everything that God has intended for you I am. And, and don't, don't miss those two words, I am. Ego, a me, in Greek, uh, I am. Remember um, uh, Moses at the burning bush. Who shall I say uh, sent me? Uh, tell them I am sent you. That's the holy name of God. And seven times uh, throughout the, uh, the Gospel of John, John uh, has him saying these uh, I am statements. I am the resurrection and the life. I am uh, the bread of life. I am uh, the water of life. Uh, over and over again, I am statements. Jesus is very clearly uh, stating the case uh, for his divinity uh, right here. Uh, saying that it is not in seeking things that will wash away the affection of this girl in high school, even uh, getting my spouse to do what I want. So much more. There will always be trials uh, in this life. What I need uh, is um, bread that will sustain me and to which I can continue to return uh, so that I will not be... That's, the, that's last week. Uh, so that I will... Um, not hunger, and that I uh, shall never thirst. It is um, impossible to get to the bottom of this in your faith journey. You will never eat to the end of the loaf uh, when you are seeking Jesus. And there are times, there will be times when you think, I feel like I'm hungry. And where, where is Jesus? We're probably not eating at the right plate. I am thirsty, Lord. But it's actually those seasons that make us appreciate the time where he seems to be flowing. But the truth is that we will never get to the end. He is exactly uh, what we need. And in fact, all this laboring, all this going around the Sea of Galilee, all this uh, giving rides to people, whatever it is, uh, that we do to try to get what we think we need. Jesus says that the Father has already given you everything you need. And He has given it to you in Jesus Christ. 
And for that, uh, we say, thanks be to God. Sir, give us this bread always. Amen.